Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the storming voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And here we are again with the food show coming to you with uh, comings and goings. We have both uh, uh, switching back and forth uh, for both of them. And what we do is talk about food and everything that comes out of goes into food. food and uh, all the places you might go to get the most out of your dining and uh, having a good time with the kind of people that hang out in restaurants and um, get to make new friends and the entire range of it. Sounds good, doesn't it? Well, it is uh, quite uh, nice, in, and you uh, get a routine of going out to eat in restaurants. I can guarantee you that your um, life will be a, a lot more interesting and a lot uh, better, and not that much more to, uh, in terms of budgeting, but uh, I think you'd be pretty happy with it. Uh, the way we handle it around here is very simple, 260-6368. That's our phone number, 260 Six eight. They'll get you right through to our call uh, in a um, couple of hours here. No, no, not that long. But we would uh, love to hear from you about no matter it, whatever it is that you have uh, found to be just delicious or if you're looking for something new to talk about or to uh, dine with, call us, 260-6368. If you were listening to the news just a couple of minutes ago, you heard uh, them report that there are – uh, some heavy storms going across the the whole continent. Really, it's uh, crossing crossing over right here at, in New Orleans and uh, and a few other uh, little fixits and moves back and forths and all of that. And uh, about the only really uh, tremendously uh, fascinating is something I I clipped out of a magazine a long time ago. <clears throat> there was. Um, it says here, truth in advertising, um, Advertising, uh, I said. Uh, anyway, there's a, a young lady uh, who is uh, standing there, just a, a nice, um, pleasant uh, face and all of that. And uh, it turns out that she uh, was had won an, a prize for being able to uh, hook your uh, thoughts and your, uh, your uh, ability to... to uh, to, uh, to eat, to dine. Uh, anyway, uh, her name is uh, Kimball, Kimberly, excuse me, Kimberly, and uh, she entered a contest on uh, to use a, a con- Campari. Campari is kind of a, not exactly a, 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 an immediate uh, a deliciousness. You A liqueur, that, thank you for jumping in with it. That's exactly what it is. It's a liqueur. And uh, she entered a contest uh, from the Campari people, uh, and I thought it was pretty clever. Uh, let's see if I can find it from where I found it. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Kim Kreiker, uh got her uh, award for uh, being able to see the rose-colored glasses because 
the the reason for it is that uh, uh, the Campari uh, stuff is is kind of rose uh, in its colors. It also uh, turns up in a lot of cocktails, around one that you see a lot of, Negroni cocktails. That's one of my favorites. If you ever have a Negroni, uh, enjoy it. And give me your report on it, too. I, I, I'm always trying to persuade people to try new cocktails, or none at all. 260-6368. Uh, we are ready to talk with you about wherever it is you have been eating lately and what, what you'd like to find out there somewhere. We, we're all set up uh, uh, to to go here, Doug, everything cool? Okay, I was just making sure that uh, I can be heard, or that people can get away from me. Anyhow, uh, I, I started in on this and I backed away from it. There are indeed some pretty good uh, storms that are heading from west to east, uh, conceivably right over the city. Uh, I can tell you, sitting here, uh, right in the middle of downtown. Uh, just before we got on the air, there were a lot of big boosts of storms uh, coming out. In fact, I was trying to get on the air, and I had to push a button just to get out of there because it was uh, – I, I could hear the uh, uh, thunder and uh, see the lightning and everything. You are going to get some of that in the uh, next little while here. I wouldn't worry about it too much. I don't think there's uh, flooding in that or anything like that. But you never know. So if you know something, share it with us, would you? Two six zero six three six eight. Where is uh, where is everybody? We are ready for you to, to come on in here and tell me what you've been eating lately. Two six zero six three six eight. Let's take a look at our almanac for today. Uh, it, this is a funny one. Uh, it's National Raw Oyster Day. When is it not National Raw Oyster Day? Uh, it's the shank of the uh, oyster season right now. I mean, oysters have been really nice lately. Uh, and uh, along the Gulf Coast, all along there, uh, the, the price is still getting up. But uh, that has been hard to fight over the last couple of years because there's so much out there. And so, um, you would think there'd be uh, lots and lots of oysters. But to tell you the truth, uh, they, they're a little off. Uh, but they, the quality is fantastic. So uh, you'll love that. And uh, everything else that goes into it, uh, they have those big, meaty eyes. Oysters do. I mean, wait a minute. Do oysters have eyes at all? We've got to check into that. 2606368. Who's our first caller for the day? We're waiting for you. Do, 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 do. Let's see. What happened um, yesterday that was interesting? Oh, gosh, I have a story to tell you, but I, I don't have it prepared yet. It's, it was something uh, a little bizarre. Uh, yesterday, but worth uh, checking out first. Uh, anyway, uh, moving along uh, across the Gulf Coast, one of the things we're uh, missing right now is uh, a lot of oysters, although, again, I tell you, they are still out there, and, and you can get them. Uh, some damage was done to the Louisiana oil beds after the that uh, awful Atlantic Coast and uh, Chesapeake Bay and all those places were hitting up uh, all of those areas uh, because uh, of that oil spill that was there. Remember that? Well, that is still taking its its swings at us uh, the whole time. So, uh, you know, keep your eyes on it. I don't know what you can do, but uh, I'm always thinking about what I might be able to do, or maybe not. Two, where is everybody? We need our first caller of the day here, 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in. 
and uh, you will not know what else to do, <laughs> like me. Well, let's see. What else do we have going here? I've been um, writing up a bunch of little odds and, and things here. Um, let's see. No, we, we used that one up all right. Let's see. Um, over the weekend, uh, I was, uh, you, know, you know, we haven't, I don't think we've talked about this at all. You know, the, uh, the, uh, there's a, a pizza and Italian restaurant in Kenner. It's right off of uh, the center of everything around there. And it's uh, the a brick oven pizza place. And they have always been pretty good. And uh, they still are. And uh, lately, for one reason or another, uh, we went over there. Actually, I do know what the reason was. Um, my sisters, we just decided to get a, a quick little get-together. And we wound up going over there. We were surprised by only one thing, and that was that they didn't have any cocktails or wine or uh, anything along those lines, no alcohol. I don't know why. It seems like exactly the kind of place that would have those things. So uh, maybe we'll take a look at that. You've probably seen it. It's on Williams Boulevard at Williams Boulevard uh, out there in Kenner and uh, easy enough to find, and I uh, hope you find it. Uh, 2606368. 2606368. Where is, uh, where's Mary? Mary, uh, Mary Ann. Uh, we, she'll be on later with us, and the program is, is what I guess. 2606368. 2606368. So anyway, getting back to the oil spill. We actually, uh, one day we, we were doing a remote broadcast from Drago's, which is the place you think of when you think of oysters, among other things. Uh, anyway, and how they were coming and going, and uh, uh, where uh, where the oysters are, uh, or whether they're being hit uh, really hard uh, by the uh, those beds of uh, all that grunk that came in, and uh, that's that's what happened. And here comes Marianne now. What do you know? We've been waiting for you, yeah, and I'm, I'm so, so happy that you're here. You're what? You're tired? No, I'm so sorry. You're sorry? Yeah. Why are you sorry? I, coming back, the traffic was absolutely abysmal. Oh, really? Rain. Okay. Yeah. Very sorry, everyone. It's quite all right. <sighs> but you usually take Is such a long time to get started anyway, Tom. I wasn't really, really worried. Wait, do you see me? Uh, uh, you know. Anyway, what are you talking about? Oh, we were just talking about this and that because we've had a lot of things uh, that were keeping us occupied today. Uh-huh. To Did get you our talk show. about the lunch we had today at uh, D. Martino's, Ma- where we now have a debate going, you and I? I, uh, I do. Uh, I, I didn't bring that up, but I was thinking you and I would when once we get rolling here. Yeah, well, I decided yeah. that you're mm-hmm. wrong about DiMartino's being a great, great, what? great roast wrong? beef. What? How is it possible? <laughs> yeah, no. I'm sorry. I, I do. I mean, I, I think it was fine, but nothing really, really special. I think what nope. you like about it is the bread, which indeed is great. I mean, there's it's hard to beat an Italian. First of all, if a bun or, or a roll has sesame seeds on it, it mm-hmm. goes up by 50% in my book anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and it turns out sesame seeds are really good for you, so, you know, uh-huh. it's good. But yeah, I agree with all that so far. <laughs> but uh, I like but, uh, Sesame Street, I mean, not Sesame Street, I like sesame seed rolls. Mm-hmm. That that <laughs> bread that they use, I don't know where they get it's it It's an from. Italian bread. Well, beyond that, 
it has to, uh, like a little some Italian bit, bakery, I'm sure. Well, it's it it has a thickness that I don't see in most poor boy. Well, it's, a, it's got a denser crumb. That's another thing about Italian yeah. bread. It's yeah. got a denser crumb, which that's makes true. it really good. Yeah, absolutely right. And that's what causes. But it. but the the meat is not only nothing special, but I would consider mm-hmm. it to be a little subpar. I'm sorry, Tom. I hate to break it to you. Oh well, uh, you know you noticed actually. And there's not very much of it, so uh, I don't think you should say that because you don't know that's for sure. Okay. Well, you don't know uh, that for sure. Well, I don't know it for sure, but it uh, it it did uh, hit me pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> but no big deal. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to it later on, maybe. All right. Two six zero six three six eight. If you yeah. would like to join us. National to Oyster check, Day. We'd love that. National uh, Raw Oyster. You know, Tom, (laughs) you're obviously operating out of a different database than us because the almanac that you have up there is not the one that I published in nomenu.com today. No kidding. No, it is not. You know, know, there's something that happens sometimes, and... It's like, here we go, I have this set up so that if I... I mean, it doesn't really matter. You can talk yeah. about oysters, you can talk about yeah. Ruth Fertel, you can talk about all these things, but they, you know, and they all make for good conversation when you're talking about food, but if you're talking about specific dates of things, maybe it's mm. not infallible. Well, it uh, could be, but let me show you what it's based on. You see this this right down here? Oh man, no, right down here. Two five twenty twenty. They can't see it. Uh, I can tell them. We're uh, we're just having a little shrivel here. We'll uh, we'll be back with the real show in a minute. Two six zero six three six eight. Happy uh, birthday to the late great Ruth Fertel. Uh, is today her birthday? It is. No it kidding. It is. She was born today in 1947. Did I you ever say. Did you ever meet her? Yes, of course I did. Uh-huh. Well, I'm just asking. No, 27. 27. Yeah. 27. Yes, 27. And uh, who was 27? <coughs> Ruth Fertel was born today oh, in 1927. 27. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I wouldn't have guessed her as being. Uh... And you and you talk a lot about. I mean, I I can read what you wrote about her if you'd like. But it's in nomenu.com today. Oh, good. And you don't really need to read it. You can just talk about her because uh-huh. I know that you know an, a, a lot about her. You have great stories about her because you have sat across from her and chatted with her on many an occasion. And you just uh-huh. kind of generally speaking know the story. So, Oh, that's very us, true. I'm amazed. Tom. Yeah? Tell us. Tell us about Ruth Fertel. Ruth Fertel. Uh, she has a, a, a great history, and you ought to get the book that her son uh, did. What was it called? Um, Tom, don't t- it, it's listen like, to the mic. Talking, huh? talking to the mic. It, uh, it's um, something the, about a monkey man. What no, is it? What was it? Uh, no, no, it's it, it's it's uh, not anything like that. Uh, she uh, had come out of doing several different things. Uh, she was a chemist. She was well. She it turns out she worked in uh, uh, one of the local. Uh, uh, Do you want uh, me to read it? Oh, go ahead. I'll just read yeah. it. Yeah. Ruth Rattel was born in New Orleans today in 1927. She is the Ruth of Ruth's Chris's Steakhouse. The restaurant she bought. 
for $18,000 from Chris Matalich in 1965. Mm -hmm. By the time she was finished with it, she was the most successful female restaurateur in the world with nearly 100 locations of the top-end steakhouse in every city that mattered. She was an overachiever all her life, skipping grades in school and starting college in her mid-teens, majoring in chemistry and physics. She was working as a researcher at Tulane University when she saw an ad to sell Chris's Steakhouse. Even in 1965, it was recognized as one of the two or three best places to get a steak in New Orleans, with prime beef sizzling in butter. She mortgaged her house and used her savings to buy it. Chris took the money and left her to figure it all out on her own. Figure it out she did. Her principal idea was that her customers could have anything they wanted all the time. You don't have to find your waitress to ask. Anybody on the staff, including Ruth herself, would fetch you more butter. She charged you well for this, but long before Outback claimed it, there was no, there were no rules at Ruth's Chris. It became far more than just a steakhouse. The Ruth's Chris on Broad Street was for decades the meeting place of the alpha males of the community. Ruth sold her restaurant chain, the biggest of its kind in America, in 1999. In the three years left in her life, she became a philanthropist, underwriting, among other things, a culinary arts center at Nichols State. She died in 2002. I was lucky enough to to have dined with Ruth a few times. She was a fascinating person. And uh, that's the perfect spot for me to jump in here and uh, uh, I might have goofed up uh, some of that somewhere along the way but uh, I've met her a couple of times and uh, it was one of the most uh, interesting uh, enterprise I ever uh, ever had she was uh, really uh, on top of everything and and had it all figured out at our first meeting she chewed me out for some things I said in a review. My complaint was that the au gratin dishes had too much cheese. We give them what they want, she retorted. You wouldn't believe how many people ask for extra cheese. Some people want cheese on a steak, and you know that's crazy, but we give it to them. You know, the next all, time, all of this is stuff that, I, that is off of my pen. <laughs> not, I'm not complaining. I'm writing it out. I'm reading it out of nomenu.com. I've, I've, I've forgotten all yeah. of that, but now she, I'm reminded. Uh, the next time, and every time thereafter, she was as friendly as can be. She always said that her best steak was not the best-selling filet mignon, but what, Tom? For the sirloin strip. Yep, she's uh, the one uh, who got you into sirloin strip, right? Uh, yeah, I always did like it. And uh, also, she was very, very big. Her favorite uh, cut of anything was that veal chop that mm-hmm. they had. That was uh, something she loved. You know, uh, my good friend who uh, we're going to have to talk about food sometime because he's just really fun and extremely passionate. The one that I had yeah. lunch with, I had the two guys that I went to lunch with last week at Dory's. But um, <coughs> he took issue with me talking about how wonderful Ruth Chris is. He's never forgiven them for moving the company to Florida. I think that's true of a lot of people. I do too. I I thought it was a bad idea as well. I got yeah. on the the. Uh, I know you were feeling that for a while. The corporate president. This was after she had moved on for quite a while, uh, and then it was after the headquarters moved from Tex uh, from um, Florida. New Orleans to Florida. Uh, yeah, and uh, they, where are they? Miami. I can't remember. No, Orlando. 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 Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, let's see. Where was I? So there are a lot of people who still haven't forgiven Ruth's Chris for yeah, moving I, and, the corporate and headquarters and to I'm, Orlando. I'm one of them, and I called him up and I told him, you know, uh, this is this is a a, a, a 
almost a, a sacrilege. A sacrilege is the perfect word. Thank you for that. And uh, and he said, well, you know, we it's a lot more spacious and it's a much better looking uh, property and all of that. And maybe it was, but everybody knew about what it was like to go to the. This was the Roots Chris that was on the corner of Orleans Avenue and. Uh, and was that their corporate headquarters till they moved to Orlando? Or, yeah. Well, when did they move to Orlando? I don't know that, but it was not. Was it post Katrina or uh, pre Katrina? I think it was pre Katrina. Oh no, no, it's definitely pre Katrina. Pre Katrina, yeah. yeah. Okay, so then the the Orleans and Broad location was destroyed in Katrina anyway. What is that now? It's too uh, bad. That, I think it's just sitting that there. That building? I think it just sits there. I, I think they're still, believe it or not, uh, I think they may be using it still for... Um, storage and stuff? S- yeah, storage and, and special events. Uh-huh. Because uh, that's too bad. I mean, that, yeah. that was that's an iconic space there, and it's, it's really unfortunate. Anyway, Ruth's Chris, uh, I love Ruth's Chris, and um, I don't have that sort of line of thinking where you know i think we can we can say this and just about everybody would agree with this here is a word that is used a lot lately uh an unbelievable amount actually but iconic to call ruth chris uh iconic is really an understatement yeah it is i mean there are listen i know you don't like it because you think it's overused but there are a lot of icons around yourself included and it's it's used appropriately i think let's go to alan did you say alan's here well let's see alan you there yeah come on in have a seat thank you very much hi it's good to see you both and marianne are you finally over the uh that cough, that hack, and, and all I don't that think stuff I that, am, that, Alan, and I'm very disturbed by it because it's still lingering out there. It's been two weeks, oh. so. But thank well, you for asking. Well, no, I, uh, you're welcome. Um, I do hope that uh, you, you get uh, completely recovered um, as soon as possible. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm calling, and it's not about uh, Ruth's. Chris Steakhouse, and I feel kind of bad because that's a, uh, uh, it's an awesome subject. Um, that's one place I never worked uh, at, at because I think, <laughs> it, and Tom might know, uh, he can correct me, I think they only hired uh, lady waitresses. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know the answer to that. Wait, they only hired what? Ladies. To they only hired food. females. They were only ladies that worked at Roos now and I might be wrong because well it's not that, that way now I can tell you that yeah that's for sure yeah. oh. okay okay uh, that's well, interesting and, and, uh, but I, I, yeah. that's that's an intriguing thing I, I, I the only way you could know that is just to ask somebody I guess but I, I I've never bothered to do it we're going to find out somebody's going to tell us the answer to that in the next few minutes. You know, I, I come to think of it broke the gender mm-hmm. barrier. Um, I was the, I think I might have been the first male waiter at um, uh, Chef Paul's um, Cajun Kitchen on Conti, Chef Paul's restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wait, are we talking about the one on uh, Charters? Yeah, the only one he had, actually, yeah, in New uh-huh. Orleans. I mean, he opened Cape up. Paul's Louisiana you know, Kitchen, is that what you're talking about? That's it, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cajun kitchen. Goodness gracious. And, and I yeah. worked there for like five years. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't know if he had a place before that. But anyway, okay. Uh, they always had uh, ladies. 
that worked uh, there. And, and he did um, he did that purposely, Chef Paul, that is, because all the uh, fine dining restaurants, um, Galatoire's and so forth, always always hired men, um, Antoine's. Um, at least now, I don't know if it's like that now, but I think that's anyway, still true. Um, well, every time I go there, uh, I see an assortment of everybody. Uh, Where? At Ruth's Chris. No, well, he's talking yeah. about Antoine's. Oh, Antoine's. Um, no, Antoine's. That's, that's interesting. I've never really paid a lot of attention to that, but it's definitely true that there is a preponderance of male waiters at the Grand Dames for sure. And I've yeah. never noticed yeah. at Ruth's, although in Metairie, it's surely mostly guys. I can mm-hmm. tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've they've been well established in that location. That's uh, their oldest one. In the country, I think, or entirely. Well, and now I'm shifting gears. Um, I don't yeah. really have a list or anything, but the, the main reason I called and, and you're Doug a stick shift a, guy, uh, kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> I I called like I am the last too. minute. Uh, you did. Phoned in the last minute of the show. Um, am I coming in okay? Yeah, you're. Yeah, fine. but Tom just won't be quiet. That's why we we have this problem. Go ahead. Uh, so I, I I wanted to and you know this is kind of like the uh, the, the chicken what a country uh, fried chicken steak syndrome where oh. I remember somebody <laughs> said how how come you always come back to the same subjects like even two weeks later and you you had mentioned Marianne that that's because somebody will call in and yeah, right. bring up chicken yeah. fried chicken. well anyway so you get my point well yeah. that's why I'm uh-huh. calling kind of early because uh, in case we can go on to different subjects but. The subject of D.H. Holmes and, and the restaurant that was in that department. Ah, store. do you know something about that? Well, uh, I, I have fond memories. I, 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 yeah. my, my, that's where that was my mom's go-to whenever she would shop uh, Gus Meyer and Maison Blanche, and you know she'd spend the whole day on Canal. And she said, um, um, you know, boys, and my brother and I meet me at five o'clock at uh, Potpourri, <laughs> which was um, inside uh, Maison Blanche. And I called Doug at the last minute, and he said, "Dude, you, you called too late. You know, we're 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 about done here. It's just about uh, mm-hmm. you know moments until the, the end of the show." And I said, "Well, I, I, Doug, I just wanted to say the name of the restaurant was Lanyas, yeah. and it was it's not Lanyas. It, no, it's Popery. We got so many emails after that show of people telling us it was Popery. It was pretty mind-boggling." Let Boy, I'm say, glad we say, finally say. figured that out because uh, we we spent the better part of the day yesterday trying to remember that. And now I forgot we know. to tell you that I knew immediately because the emails started coming in right after the show. Anyway, Alan, keep going. They had great food. They, they did. did. Yeah, it was good. It was very fresh, and if you like uh, if you like doing salads, you know, good salads. They did that really well. It was uh, it was a good rocking sort of uh, restaurant, and anybody could turn up there. Well, Tom, I never had one. My mom would order this, but I think it's in one of your uh, publications uh, um, um, in your magazine, and that's their Bloomin' Chicken Salad. Bloomin', yeah, that's right. Up. That was the name of it. Yeah. Yes, and I remember. I remember. When I read, when I was reading that at the time, I was like, "Gosh, that's what my mom would always get." And she had that mm-hmm. and a cup of oyster artichoke soup, I think. Oh, indeed. And oh, gosh! And, and One of the great I makers. got the, my first po' boy, uh, which was a peacemaker. 
uh, I still mm. remember taking a bite into that. Um, Do you remember the okay. explanation that uh, they put in there? Back yeah, when? I I do. Uh, you have to decide whether you. Yeah, yeah, one or two o'clock in the morning, they knew that the old lady was going to like yell at them and, and uh-huh. you know, say, you're you're in the doghouse, sleep outside, and he'd yep. bring out this pole, this delicious pole boy called the peace, you know, because it made the peace with the wife. Right. Yes, he offered her. Now here's the deal, and and, and I need some help with this because on the history of this, because I've I've had conversations with uh, ex expats uh, who live. There are a couple of them up here. And they said that the peacemaker um, was not as I remembered it. Or it, they said that the, the the original peacemakers were a combination of fried shrimp and fried oysters on a po' boy. And With bacon that's not how and I, cheese. Yes. Yeah. That's what there. Well, Tom, I'm glad you say it because that's what I said. I said no. I I said it was either, as far as I know, it was always oysters. It might have been shrimp, but it wasn't a combination. It was, um, it was as you say, the bacon and cheese um, added to the oyster, Friday was full boy, and that's just delicious. I mean, bacon on anything, you know. It's kind of rich, and it would really stuff you to eat one of those. Yes, and there's a guy up here. He's um, I've mentioned this guy before. He's from New Orleans, and he has a food truck, and he goes through all the trouble to order Leidenheimer's bread down from New Orleans so he can make a real pole boy up here and of course you can get shrimp and oysters so um there's no reason why you know so it comes dressed just like uh which is a term people up here aren't familiar with they said well you know what do you mean dressed it is what if i want my po' boy naked and i said no you don't get it it's it's <laughs> lettuce it's tomato um you know yeah there's always either crystal or tabasco which he provides there on the side you know with the napkins but um he makes a great peacemaker uh this guy and the only reason why he can do that uh is because he's got leidenheimers he's he's going through the trouble he's going that extra mile to get uh, true new orleans bread which to me if it's not if it's not you know french bread from new orleans it's not really a po' boy it's a sandwich which is fine Mm -hmm. too but Yeah, yeah but anyways i don't know where that idea that it's a combination of shrimp and oysters um, so uh, you, you heard uh, it from it, me. Uh, you know that the last place I've seen it lately was over at the Acme Oyster House, but the one on the North Shore, which is out of business now. So, uh, the, the, but don't anybody get this wrong. Uh, Acme Oyster House on Iberville Street and in, in Metairie, all of those are very busy and and very much still pushing it. But it was the one on the North Shore that has closed. So. It, that's too bad. Well, let me ask you. And, and so, Tom, and, and any time yeah. in, 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 in your knowledge, anytime somebody orders a, a peacemaker, it's going to be bacon, and it's going to be cheese on that, correct? Cheese and bacon, bacon. and and uh, shrimp and uh, yeah. oysters. That's uh, that's about it. You wouldn't put a you yeah. wouldn't put roast beef in there. No, 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 no. That would be totally wrong. But, but so, you know why yeah. all this was done, I'm sure. Or well, again, referring back to the uh, the term peacemaker, you mm-hmm. mean? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how? how uh, it involved how, a it involved a, a neighborhood called. Oh gosh, what's the name of that? I can't I can't remove anything anymore. 
Was it in the ninth ward? Uh, no, it was uh, pretty close to uh, to uh, the Sanger Theater, mm. like, oh, like about a block uh, away. And you went into uh, a, a neighborhood, uh, the name of which was somebody filled that in. I'm sure, I'm, mm, I can't remember. Not, not maybe Lafitte. The Lef- uh, no, Treme. No, that's Treme. the neighborhood, but that's not the uh, that's not what they did. Which was nothing. okay. Okay. But, but, I don't know. This this will come so. up. Keep listening. I'll bet you somebody knows the story behind uh, behind this. Uh, uh, or, I, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd love to know where that that you know where where it was. I guess invented. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, well, let's put it this way. One of the things going on was that uh, the Storyville. Thank you very much. Sto- that's the name. Uh, of it. Now, if you look up at any story. On the subject of, uh, here I've forgotten it already. Uh, the peacemaker, the Storyville, Storyville. If if you uh-huh. read anything that tells the story of Storyville, you will have the whole thing there, and you'll say, ah, no wonder they called it that. You, you have uh, to read it. So the guys would come rolling in at two o'clock in the morning uh, from Storyville, yeah. probably from hanging out there. There you go. And and did their wives yeah. like that idea? <laughs> and oh, did this cause major problems in the home? No, the answer is that the guy was looking looking out for a, you know if everything was going on over at uh, Storyville. So he had he better come home with something tasty yeah, to eat, yeah, or else well, uh, good sleep and, outside. Well, the the advantage was he could get the poor boy sandwich and then go home. And then he could quiet his wife down by giving her a poor boy. That's that's the story I've I've heard uh, a couple of times. In fact, the the place I read it was in fact on the um, D.H. Holmes. On it was in their menu, <laughs> described uh, exactly like this. Well, I, you know, nobody makes and, and, and mistakes. Nobody, in my mind, you just can't talk those uh, peacemakers that pokery uh, at the age homes made. And maybe, it's, as I say, I'm, I'm tying it in with uh, good feelings when I was a kid, you know, sitting yeah, there with my mom. And, who doesn't and that was, stay she, fit as a kid? Yeah. And, and anyway, and days, good times. Good. Uh, that's a good memory because uh, a lot of people had a fond memory of potpourri. I mean, it was... Yeah. It was one of the things we've gotten most feedback on, and we get a uh-huh. lot of feedback on, on just about everything, and uh, and that was pretty crazy. I'll say. Yep. I loved it myself. I didn't. I did. As soon as someone said potpourri, duh, of course that was it. I was thinking it was lanyap too, and I was thinking yeah. another one, but then potpourri was just like, of course that was it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. It's the food yep. show. I'm Tom well, Fitzmaurice. Wait, wait, wait. Marianne wait, is here. Wait, wait. Okay. Alan, did you have something else? Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let somebody else come in and take a chair here. Um, Happy Mardi Gras, Alan. Thank you. you. Thank you. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and you are you, and we never get past that sometimes. And but I'm glad I do. Two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like to mm-hmm. chat with us about. Uh, well, I guess we could talk about. 
DH Homes is again. Um, That's I, how they always said it. DH Homes is. I know. <laughs> I um, how that got started. Uh, well, it's the same with a lot of things that you know that just a uh, colloquialism. Uh, Ruth Fertel's birthday today. Apparently Steaks. so. Huh? Ruth's Chris. There, there you go. Are. Thank you, Doug. Doug is always there with the right answers. That's why we call him the Oracle. Anyway, uh, I do love Roots Chris. I don't care that they're located in Orlando. I, uh, I I just like going there, particularly the bar in Metairie. What? Particularly the bar in Metairie. What about it? I like going to Roots Chris Bar in Metairie. Oh. I, oh, I, oh, 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 I know, see. It's, yeah. Ruth's Chris is, and I don't know if it's just that it's the hometown kid or what, but um, but I feel like uh, it's it's um, just really comfortable, and and it's it's a favorite. It's I if I have to think about where I would go and have a steak on the South Shore. That's probably the first place I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Anyway, this is zero six three six eight. Tom, it's National Weatherman Day. Yes. Doug says I should have been that. Yes. Well, I don't know. No. I don't know. It gets you really worked up, so maybe not. It does. Yeah. Maybe not. Or it is Instead likely of, to do that. You know, it it does. <laughs> Here's that you, cough, Alan. <clears throat> Still there. Anyway. Um, we are uh, just talking about the usual food in all different capacities. I don't know why you have a thing about oysters there, Tom. I haven't mm-hmm. seen. You must be working off of a, two different lists of almanacs, but the one that I have yeah. is specifically devoted mostly to Ruth, Ruth Fertel and yeah. also uh, the Southern Pacific. The Southern yes. Pacific Railroad? Yes. Ah, that's my Today, favorite railroad. Today, 1883, the second transcontinental railroad That's was right. completed, creating a continuous line from New Orleans to San Francisco. The Southern Pacific Sunset Route is the southernmost of the transcontinentals, and the one that crosses the least mountainous terrain. The last rail was spiked down with a silver spike just west of the Pecos River near Langtree, Texas. I remember when you took me to Lily Langtree's house. Oh, isn't that cool? You can just walk right in there and look at it. It's uh, it's an yes. amazing thing. Yes. We haven't been to Texas just in the wide open spaces in a long time. Timely and company is uh, traversing that area as we speak. And oh, they are? And will be arriving in hmm. town tonight. I think they're planning to come on the show in the studio with us on Friday. Anyway, the new line helped move California produce to the rest of America, and more than a few bottles of wine traveled the Sunset Route. You can still buy the whole thing on its namesake train, the Sunset Limited, the oldest passenger train name in America. Some of... I was going to go there uh, about three months ago, but things fell apart at the last minute, but I, I... I really missed the shot at riding on the uh, Sunset Limited. Riding what? the rails the last time. Yep. You keep saying that, and then you yeah. wind up doing it again. Hmm. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. The old kitchen sage says, "The thicker the steak, the better it cooks." Why is that? The better the wait the what? The thicker. The thicker the, the steak. steak, the better it cooks. Oh, uh, that's obvious. Well, so, not uh, for people who like it a little well done. 
Well, that helps because if you do it uh, well done, then you... Uh, you know, when you it, and I get a steak in a place where there is sizzling butter, mm-hmm. since you like your steak rare mm-hmm. and I like mine well done or yeah. medium well, I can yeah. do medium, medium well. Yeah. But uh, I like to cut off my piece of steak and then cook it on the sizzling pan or the plate, mm-hmm. the really hot plate. And it does cook, and that is kind of how I do it. Do you remember we were on our honeymoon, since we're coming up on 31 years pretty soon, when we were on our honeymoon in Tournai? Tournai. And, and, you, and, and we were at this little place where you walked up the back stairs to a room, and downstairs was the dining room which was tiny but do you remember that piece of marble that came to the table that was really hot and we cooked our own food on it this was I, I 31 years this, ago this, so this uh, i always have it in my mind is in um out out in the ocean in uh, tournai, tournai in belgium in, in a belgium. little yes tournai a uh. a an ancient kind of town tiny little place we stayed at a place that was absolutely not the kind of places I usually stay. It was nothing wrong with it at all. It was more like the kind of places that Mary Lee and I found ourselves in in Central Europe in 2018, where it was just a clean bed, and that was pretty much the extent of the frills. But we went down a back stairway to the dining room, and there was a big, hot stone and we mm-hmm. cooked our meat I, I that remember, evening on that. Do you and, remember that? And this was in Belgium? Tournai. Tournai, Belgium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I, that slipped right by me. Yes, but uh, that's what we did. We cooked yeah. it on that stone hmm. and now that's becoming something that you can do in restaurants in America. Oh, I remember that. Yes. Yeah, that was, uh, that was one, I think the first evening even. Uh, we were around there, and it was one of those places in in the French. Well, we stayed in Brussels for a couple of days, yeah. and then we started heading out in the countryside a little bit. But Tournai mm-hmm. was, I don't know if it was the latter part or the middle part of the trip, but uh, that was an interesting little town. It and really was. Um, And this was when I wasn't used to traveling with Tom very much, so... I didn't understand his traveling style so well, but I tried my traveling style, and that was not, it was my first time in Europe, so that was also a little bit intimidating, and we were driving around the countryside and didn't really have reservations, which was very intimidating to you, Tom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I don't like that. And now that's why in subsequent tri- subsequent trips, we just leave Tom home. Two six zero six three six eight is the wonderful? number. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Hi, welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Marianne is here. And uh, later on today, we have one of your guests uh, here. What's uh, uh Huh? Who? Uh, it's the, the uh, uh, a name that... Uh, the Kids... The kids? Timely? Timely. No, no, Timely's Friday. They're going to be in the studio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. We have other things going on. Um, I think it's just us. I have a little uh, birthday party. I know. And then I have another one. I know. And uh, 
And, you know, uh, backing up a little bit, talking about the, the, celebrate, Tom. the Belgian uh, mm-hmm. thing, which uh, I, I remember as being one of the most interesting places to go I ever have been uh, and just uh, fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, while we were there, you were t- t- talking a few minutes ago about uh, going there and uh, finding some things that were a little offbeat. Well, boy, they, they sure were. That was just really interesting. That was my first trip to Europe ever, and uh, I, I, I had such a. Uh, it's just it's just really different over there, mm-hmm. and um, and I had a. I won't say it it looked different than I expected it to. It kind of looked exactly like I expected it to. But having had other experiences since then, I still think that they are just extremely different i mean it's it's so old you know yeah. it's like everything is well, old so the the ter- the terrain is even old so every place there is old and it was an old building with an old inn and an old restaurant and it was um it was great but it was that was the that was my takeaway from it do you remember <laughs> uh the night there was a, a restaurant uh that we saw in the middle of uh, of Belgium, uh, above. Um, I know what you're talking <clears throat> about. It was during the daytime, though. Uh, it was during the day. Yeah. Yeah. And you loved it. You loved everything about that restaurant. You loved every. Well, there were there were many different uh, restaurant representatives there, and uh, and it was almost like a a galley of uh, of different things. Anyway, we went over there, and I saw something. That grabbed me. It was uh, it was a squid or a, a, a pigeon. A pigeon was there. A pigeon in there. I think it was a pigeon. Hmm. Anyway, um, oh I, I remember. Oh, you're you're talking about the place in the, in Brussels. Brussels, yeah. That reminded you of Galatoire's. It did, yeah. Yes. It reminded me a lot. And of we Galatoire's. actually found it when we went back five <clears throat> years ago. Mm-hmm. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, it was still and there. We had, and and we, still doing well, it's been it's it's a restaurant like Alatoire's. It's been there for a very long time, so it wouldn't yeah. have been going anywhere. Well, uh, it was a brasserie. I'm trying to think brasserie. of the name of it. Yeah, I can't remember it either. But what I remember is that it was selling some kind of exotic stuff. Eel. You had eel, eel. there. That's right. A green eel at that. And and you your response to it was, I'll tell you what. I'm going to look off in that direction, and when you're finished eating this, tell me, and I'll look over your way uh, again. <laughs> in other words, you didn't like the stuff. What? The uh, the eel. Eel. The eel. Yeah. 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 And those uh, they were small, about like this. They weren't the big long ones. You can find those. Uh huh. But they weren't there. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was uh, an interesting eating trip for sure. Yep. For sure. Yeah. And now uh, look at us. Yeah, what does that mean? Two six zero six three six eight. I'm going to look up the name of that place because I uh, I remember we we tried to find it, and I don't even know how in the world we found it. But um, well, we came back to uh, 25 years later. I know. So I'm saying on yeah. our 25th anniversary, we came back and actually did find it. I'm going to look it up at the break, but because um, it, it is a, a Galatoire's kind of place. Yeah. Yeah. Did give that look. You're exactly right. Yeah. And, but that's not the one that I was talking about. I was talking about the Ternai cooking on the stone. So Yeah. Was this uh, uh, like in, in Mexico? 
Because uh, I remember a big stone uh, that was hot as hell, and you couldn't touch it, but you could cook anything you wanted on it. No, no, no I think you're talking about. Story. I think you're talking about Cabo. Yeah, I think that might. I think be you're talking true. about Cabo, and that was mm-hmm. actually a volcanic rock. Anyway, uh, I don't know how in the world we got off on this, but Tom, it is also National Nutella Day, and I know how you love Nutella. Nutella, oh, you they love they're, Nutella. They're crazy about this stuff all across Europe, everywhere you go. Why? <laughs> this is, I, I, I can't get even one uh, piece of uh, consciousness around that, let alone any more of it. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's definitely not for you. Uh, it's it's basically ground hazelnuts, isn't it? Or is it chocolate? Yeah, that's it's both. Uh huh. So it's yeah. So it's chocolate and hazelnuts in a like a paste. Right. Okay. And it's. Well, what's it, wrong with that? Well, uh, I, I I don't know. I guess it's just a little too. Rustic. Or well, you don't something. like you don't like chocolate. That's your problem. But yeah, um, everybody keeps saying hazelnuts that. I, I have are no a very with... Italian thing, aren't yeah. they? It's who hazelnuts, hazelnuts are a very Italian thing across Europe. Really, you yeah. see it everywhere you go. Yeah. Well, I like hazelnuts too, but mm-hmm. um, but I do really like like hazelnut. Actually, I I I probably would really really like Nutella. I mean, I've had just like a little tablespoon of it, but uh-huh. when I see it on things like toast or in croissants or something like that, I could definitely get into that because it's just yeah. chocolate and hazelnuts. What's well, everywhere you love, look for it? I do love chocolate and hazelnuts. Anyway, we're talking about, as usual, nothing much at all, just <laughs> babbling on about uh, food. So if you would like uh-huh. to zero in on a particular topic, we'd love that because, you know, as you see, we need to be reined in from time to time. Yeah, once in a while. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we will continue this if you do not call us. And if you do call us, we'll continue it with you. Yeah. Huh? Tom, it's also, uh, you didn't say anything about your National Weatherman Day. Huh? Is there anything else that you had to say uh, about that? About I mean, that's, being off, a that's off the subject uh, of food, but you're such a frustrated weatherman. I figured you might have something to say about that. Well, I don't know how frustrated. How, how, well, you definitely do still blah, 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 do blah, 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 your weather. You just do it yeah. for me. Do Yay. I? I get the benefit of the private audience of all of Tom's weather predictions. (laughs) Although, Tom, you did score the big one. I know you had been saying about Katrina for many years before Katrina that one day, one day, the city would be hit by a massive thing that would Mm. fill it up with flooding because of the way it's situated. By golly, you were right. Yeah. Uh, too bad. Well, yeah. we will not talk about that when we come back because uh, it's not a happy and topic. it's depressing, yes. But we will be back with more of the Food Show here on 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.